How do I grow my email list? What if I'm starting from scratch? These are some of the most common questions that authors ask me and a lot of big frustrations for writers just getting started. They don't know where to go to grow their email list. It seems like this intimidating task, this almost Herculean effort to grow an email list. And there are a couple of websites that I send authors to that uh, provide reliable results when it comes to helping authors grow their email list. And one of those is Story Origin, which you can find at storyoriginapp.com. And Story Origin is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of Novel Marketing, presented by Author Media. This is the longest running book marketing podcast in the world. I'm the Vulcan of book marketing, Thomas Umstead Jr., and this is the show for writers who want to build their platform, sell more books, and change the world with writing worth talking about. And our guest today is the CEO of Story Origin. And I remember sitting down with him when Story Origin was just a twinkle in his eye and telling him what I thought it needed to have to thrill authors. And he has added a lot of those features, which I'm very excited about. So Evan Gao, welcome to the Novel Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to jump into our conversation. Yeah, so for somebody who's never heard of Story Origin before, what is Story Origin? So Story Origin is a marketing tool and a community of authors that are working together to build their mailing lists, increase their sales, and find reviewers. So how does it help authors build their email lists? So the main way that authors will build their email list through Story Origin is Story Origin can help you to create a landing page for a reader magnet, which is usually a short story, typically 10 to 20,000 words, a prequel to your series. It doesn't have to be that. A reader magnet could be just a sample version of one of your existing books, or it could be, you know, book one in your series, or it could be even something like a worksheet if you're a nonfiction author. But the point of the reader magnet is it is a free story or worksheet that you give away to people when they sign up to your mailing list. So Story Origin provides a mechanism to create very easily a landing page for that story and also handles the delivery of that file and helping readers get it onto their preferred reading devices. And then once you've got that landing page up on Story Origin, there is a community of authors that you can cross-promote that landing page with to help drive traffic to it and get more signups to your mailing list. So for those of you who are familiar with BookFunnel, Story Origin provides that same ebook delivery feature of getting the right version of the ebook for your device, right? If you're on a Kindle, you get the Kindle version. If you're on iPhone, you get the iPhone version. But what Story Origin does that I really like is this matchmaking where it connects you with other similar authors and other similar genres where you can promote each other. You're not required to, right? You don't have to promote somebody if you don't like their writing. But if you find another author in this community who writes a similar kind of book to you, by working together, you'll both get bigger than the authors you're competing with who are not working together. So don't see them as your competitors. See Netflix as your competitor. See the Olympics as your competitor and work together with authors to grow your email list. Yeah, I like to I like to call it coopetition. It's, you know, you're cooperating, but it is also your competition. But uh, I mean, the thing is with with writers, you know, a, a reader can read, you know, 20, 30 books per year or 
you know, even up into the hundreds, right? You aren't able to produce that amount of content as a writer. So in those in-between times when you don't have something new to talk about, a new release, working with other authors that are in your genre and becoming that source of recommendations for them can be incredibly valuable. And so, yes, Story Origin will help you find other authors who you can promote their work, but you're also being rewarded because they're going to be promoting your work as well. Yeah, it solves not just the how do I build my email list problem, but it also solves the what do I send an email about. And if you're an unpublished author and you don't know what to email your list about, one, listen to our episodes on it because we have a lot of suggestions. (laughs) The updates on your progress is really good. But another really good thing to email your list is other book recommendations that are similar to yours so that your subscribers start to see you as a source of solid book recommendations. You know, somebody's looking for the next romance book and you've got an email list of uh, romance readers, then they come to you for recommendations of the specific kind of romance that you write, right? Because romance is a big category, but there's a million micro uh, romance categories in there. And so you can recommend in your, you know, micro niche and really get some good authority. And then when it comes time to recommend your own book, they already see you as an authority for recommending books. They already like you. And so getting them to buy your book becomes a whole lot easier and you don't have radio silence because the last thing you want to do with an email list is not email them ever because then when they do get an email from you, they forget who you are and mark you as spam and it's really, really bad. <laughs> so you got to uh, send an email from time to time, at, at least once a quarter based off of the rules. But ideally, I like to see it every month or every other month as a good rhythm. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I would say once a month is usually what most authors do. And then, you know, I've heard plenty of authors who said, oh, you know what? I actually switched twice a month and I actually saw my open rates and click rates increase, not decrease. So so you think, oh, I don't want to overload my readers. I don't want to be sending them too much. But by actually being a, a regular part, and you might, you might think that two weeks sounds really close together, but um, it's actually really far apart. When I read newsletters that I get, I think, oh man, when was the last time I got an email from them? And if it was, if it's, I only get it once a month, it feels like a really long time to me. Um, so even once, once every couple of weeks uh, is a great rhythm. But yeah, I mean, if you're just starting out, you're not sure what you're doing, you want to start a little bit lower, once a month is definitely where most authors tend to start out. Two weeks is a long time. Two weeks ago, the Olympics hadn't even started. (laughs) A lot of life happens in two weeks. And people don't unsubscribe from your emails because they come too frequently. They unsubscribe from your emails because they're not useful. There are email newsletters that people pay for that come daily. And they open them every day because they're a useful email newsletter. And there are emails that go out once or twice a year that people unsubscribe from because they're not useful, right? So the key is to be useful. The key is to be a blessing to your readers. And one of the most frustrating things about being a reader right now is being overwhelmed with choice. You go on Amazon and there are millions of books and every day there's a thousand new books, right? Which ones are the good ones? Well, there's no right answer to that, right? Some people really like horror books. Other people wouldn't touch a horror book with a 10-foot pole. And there's all of these micro-genres. And finding out, you know, the micro-genre that maybe doesn't even have a category in Amazon. But I really want to read, you know, this particular kind of dragon writing book. And there's not a dragon writing book category. But if your email newsletter was a dragon writing 
uh, you know, let's say a female protagonist dragon writing book. Just picks, that's my go-to example of, I, I think, a non-existent genre. But let's say it existed. And you curated recommendations of that microgenre. You'd, you would create a really valuable email list. And also one that would really help you if you're writing a female protagonist dragon writing book when your book comes out. So, Evan, let's walk through the process of kind of how Story Origin works. Because we kind of talked about some of the benefits. And I've seen a lot of people in our community grow their email list very quickly with Story Origin. But I think kind of the technical piece may be a little cloudy. So the first step is you create the reader magnet, right? You write the short story. And it's got to be good. It needs to have a good cover. But we're going to kind of gloss past that. And I will say I have an episode on how to craft a reader magnet if you want some more help on what that looks like. So you create the reader magnet and then you go on story origin and you create the landing page for it. And then uh, what happens after that? What's the next step? Great. So you've got your reader magnet landing page on story origin now. And the next thing that you want to do is you want to cross promote it with other authors, find other authors to cross promote it. So there are two types of cross promotions on story origin. The first is sort of the simplest, a newsletter swap, which is a direct one-to-one cross-promotion with another author. So, Thomas, let's say you've got a mailing list of a 1,000 subscribers, and you're a Dragon Rider author. I am an author. I've got a mailing list of a 1,000 subscribers, and I am a Dragon Rider author as well. What we can do through Story Origin is I can see what dates that you have newsletters going out and how big your mailing list is. And then I can request to do a newsletter swap with you. So I'll say, hey, I'm going to put your book in my newsletter in a couple of weeks if you put my book in your newsletter in a couple of weeks. And uh, you can then either accept or decline that request from me on your end. And so, yeah, you could be promoting my reader magnet there and I could be promoting your reader magnet there. We don't have to set up a newsletter swap for reader magnets necessarily. Um, It could be for universal book links or review copies, depends on what my goal as an author is to do. But if we're talking about growing our mailing list, the thing that we would want to be promoting there is our reader magnet, right? And so if you're just getting started, and you don't have a mailing list yet, you might take a minute before you start to participate in those direct one-to-one cross promotions, those newsletter swaps. You, there have absolutely been a ton of authors who have done that. But I think one of the easiest ways for authors to get started with growing their mailing list is actually to join the, the second type of cross promotion, which are group promotions. So a group promotion is where you, me, and let's say 20 other authors all list our books on a single landing page, and then we all drive our traffic to that single landing page that has all of our books. So instead of it being a one-to-one promotion where I'm promoting just a single book in my newsletter, I'm promoting a landing page that has all of our books on it. And so we'll all point our traffic to that landing page that lists our reader magnets. And so you, me, and all those other authors, we might have, you know, zero subscribers. Some of those authors are going to have 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 subscribers, but we're all driving our traffic to it. And so we're all sort of building our mailing list together because when a reader comes to that landing page, they can get whatever reader magnets they want to, and they'll join those authors' mailing lists. So in many ways, it's like a book sweeps 
uh, promotion, which is another great website that works really well. But Story Origins kind of like book sweeps meets book funnels, like both of those services combined. And so you get this kind of super landing page. It's got, I don't know, a couple dozen book covers on it, and people can just click, 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 click to get those books or those um, reader magnets, right, short stories. And then by clicking, they also get on the email list of those authors. That's right. Yep. That's exactly how it works. And so the readers are only joining the mailing list of the authors that they want to join because they think that their reader magnet looks interesting. And so, yeah, I definitely, you know, would recommend people going back and listening to your episode on what makes a good reader magnet because, you know, you want to make sure that you're standing out on that landing page when readers are looking at, hey, what what do I want to pick up? which new author do I want to try out and see whether or not I want to delve into their series after checking out their their prequel short story. Yeah, the bait needs to match the fish. So create a reader magnet that's very similar to the book that you're writing. And if you're writing a Christian paranormal book and that's the big novel that you're working on, don't write a short story that's a a sweet romance (laughs) because then you're going to be attracting the wrong kind of readers and not attracting uh, the right kind of readers. Now, one question I had, you were talking about going back to the newsletter swaps. You know, I send out a email promoting another author and then they will send out an email promoting me. Is it possible to, you know, time shift that where I promote a bunch of authors over a year and then cash in my, you know, you owe me a newsletter swap right around my launch where I can get a bunch of authors all emailing their list about my book all in a short period of time? There's not a there's not a system where you like get tokens or something like that. Um, it's just an agreement on which dates to promote each other and what link that that other author will be promoting. So I might agree to promote your book in my next newsletter in a week or two or something, and then that agreement might be that on your end you're promoting my new release that uh, will be coming out in you know a month or two. Right. So we don't need to be sending our newsletters on the exact same dates. And the gap in time span between those two two newsletters can be whatever it is. Aha. So this right here, this is a tactic, right? So I will happily promote your book today if you will promote my book launch a year from now. Right. You can build up that whole year leading up to my book launch when I don't have a lot to talk about. I can be promoting all these related authors in exchange for them all promoting me at the same time. And so while there's not a system for that, I can very easily one-on-one make each one of those arrangements where June 1st, each one of them has agreed to send out an email. And then it's like, everybody's talking about my book all at the same time, but it's because I'd already done the favor of promoting their book in exchange the year before. Right. Yes. And I see this, um, not this exact strategy used, but the strategy of, you know, you might have a discount period coming up in a few weeks, right? Where uh, you're running a, uh, a Kindle, you know, you're doing your Kindle free five days or, or what have you. And what an author will do is they'll set up a group promotion for that week focused on driving traffic to their Amazon page, right? So you can set up group promotions for reader magnets on Story Origin, but you can also set up uh, group promotions for universal book links to direct traffic to uh, your retail pages like on Amazon. Yeah, so let's talk about that. What is a universal book link? So a universal book link is a link that will display all the retailers where your book is available. So that's, you know, Amazon, Barnes Noble, Google Play, etc. And then when a reader clicks to go to one of those 
specific storefronts, let's say Amazon, when they click to go to Amazon, if they're in the United States, that will take them to the product listing for the book on Amazon.com. If they're in the UK, it'll take them to the listing for the book on Amazon.co.uk. This is something that a lot of people aren't aware of, but Amazon actually has a whole bunch of different storefronts and they're all at different domains. And so if you're sending a newsletter to your subscribers, they might be they might be in the US, they might be in the UK, might be in Australia, might be somewhere in Europe, right? Um, and you want to make sure that they're going to the correct Amazon store for their country. And Story Origin will automatically send them to the correct storefront for that country. So that is what a universal book link helps them with. I don't know if you can hear this, but all of our international listeners are applauding. Because uh, <laughs> if you live in the United States, you have no idea how annoying it is to get an Amazon.com link. And most authors only link to Amazon.com. And if you live in the UK or Australia or South Africa or one of many of the other English-speaking nations like, I don't know, Canada, you can't buy from Amazon.com. You have to then go to the Amazon for your appropriate country, which is a whole separate website. And then they have to go and find your book, which means searching for it, which might be hard to find. And then... It's this big, long scavenger hunt, and it's really annoying. (laughs) And this solves the scavenger hunt problem in a really seamless way. And can just, if if all you use in Story Origin is a universal book link, you may see your international sales numbers lift. And you may have a lot less competition in those other countries because most authors don't make it easy for readers in those other countries to find their books. And so like, why am I not getting more sales in Canada? It's like, well, maybe you've never sent a single link to your book on the Canadian Amazon site ever once in your life. It's like, just do it one time or use a universal book link. And you may see that Canadians are like, oh, you actually exist in my country. I'd actually like to read your book or check it out. Yeah. And the great thing about that is also is like when it comes to cross promotions, you know, you can set up cross promotions with other authors outside of Story Origin. This is like, you know, Story Origin just makes it very simple for you to keep track of all this stuff and provides you with some really great stuff like transparency about the number of clicks that an author has sent to other past cross promotions they've done on Story Origin so that you know before you agree to cross promote with this author whether or not they're actually sort of upholding their end of the bargain with it, right? Are they actually sending clicks to the cross promotion they've agreed to? The other thing is when I set up a cross promotion with another author through Story Origin, and let's say I'm doing it with their universal book link and my universal book link, I know that my readers are going to be able to find their book in whatever store super easily. I don't have to go on my own and create a universal book link for them because, you know, if you're just running cross promotions outside of Story Origin and you just get an Amazon.com link from another author and you don't want to make, you know, let's say 20% of your audience angry because they don't <laughs> they don't use Amazon.com. With Story Origin, you don't have to worry about that. You don't need to set up a universal link for them or anything like that or worry about your audience being angry. The book's not, you know, they're not going to the right product listing for it. Now, I will say there is another way of doing a universal link for Amazon countries, and it's called Amazon One Link. And it only supports the UK, Canada, Italy, France, Spain, Germany, and Japan. Uh, so it doesn't support Australia. Which I, I, I'm sorry, Australia. I know we have a lot of listeners uh, from Australia, and I'm sorry. I, I know there's a lot of frustration in Australia uh, with American tech companies not acknowledging your existence. But I would like to say 
I acknowledge your existence. Story <laughs> origin so acknowledges story. your existence too. Yeah, <laughs> we we acknowledge that there is an existence of a, a whole nation down there, down under, and there are some great people who live there. Um, but uh, so it's not the only way to do it. But the advantage of the Universal Book Link is that it not only supports the countries that Amazon One Link supports, but it also supports rival bookstores outside of the Amazon ecosystem. So if, let's say your paper book, let's say you're exclusive to Amazon for your ebook, which is common. A lot of authors are exclusive for their ebook, but their paper book is everywhere. And maybe somebody wants to buy your, your paper book from Barnes and Noble or some other bookseller. Well, you'll have links to those other bookstores where they can get your paper book from the, their bookseller of choice. And all of these things, they don't make a big difference, but they all add up, right? Enough little differences adds to a lot more sales initially, which adds to more word of mouth, which adds to even more sales. Absolutely. And now another thing you mentioned was reviews. How does Story Origin help somebody get more reviews? Yeah, so on Story Origin, you can set up a page for a review copy. So with a reader magnet, what you're doing is you're setting up a landing page where anyone can request that book. And then as soon as they request that book, they get a link to go and download the book and their contact info is sent automatically to your email service provider if you're using an integration with Story Origin. With review copies, the way that works is you'll set that landing page up for your book and then readers can go and request a copy. And then you as the author are in the driver's seat about who actually gets approved to be able to download the full version of the book. And so uh, Story Origin also does other things that make this process a little bit easier. So when someone requests a review copy, they'll say where they intend to leave reviews for the book, say Amazon, Goodreads, BookBub, those being the, the big three where authors are typically looking for more reviews. And then readers can say, okay, yeah, I'll leave a review on Amazon and Goodreads or Amazon and BookBub or whichever uh, sites you have listed. And then they can also put in the link to their reviewer profiles on those platforms. So a lot of people aren't aware, but you have a reviewer profile on Amazon that shows the list of products that you've reviewed. So me as an author, now when I get that request from the reviewer, I can go and I can click on their reviewer profile and say, okay, what what have they reviewed in the past? Does this look like a good person to review my book? And this is so key. I'm going to stop you real quick because this is really important. If you pick reviewers who don't like your kind of book, you're going to pick bad reviews. Yes. <laughs> it's so important to pick reviewers who you have a chance with, right? If somebody hates heavy metal and your book is heavy metal, they're going to hate your book and that's going to hurt you because it could be a negative review. And so knowing what kind of books they've done in the past and, and liked in the past is really, really key. And I love that you offer that information because a lot of sites let the reviewers pick and their reviewers will pick books just to hate on them, right? They're like, ah, this looks like a book I disagree with politically. I'd love to be one of the first reviews and give them a negative review. And so that can actually hurt you. And I've done episodes on that. So if you go back, we have episodes on how to get more five-star reviews, you know, matching the book to the reviewer is one of the things we talk about in those episodes. And yeah, I was, I was just going to mention on that. It even might be the case that the reader thinks that they're getting something that they're not, right? You might be a steamy romance author and maybe your cover is slightly misleading or maybe your blurb is slightly misleading or maybe they're perfectly on point, but for whatever reason, the reader it only reads clean romance and they thought they were requesting a clean romance novel, but you as an author, you see that the reviewer history is all for clean romance authors, right? All for clean romance books. Well, 
even if this person has reviewed a lot of books in the past and it's all clean romance, me as a steamy author, I'm probably going to decline that request just because I don't want them getting a book that they're not going to love, right? And then the other thing that is really key that Story Origin gives you is the number of requests that they've made for review copies on Story Origin, the number that they've been approved for, and the number of those review copy processes that they have actually completed. Aha. So you can see if somebody is just getting free books and not actually writing the reviews. Yes. So let's say they've been approved for 20 review copies on Story Origin, and they've only completed the review process for two of those, right? So I can go and I can look at the reviewer profile on Amazon or Goodreads or BookBub and see that they're you know, reading stuff in my genre and reviewing it. But if I see that they've only completed the review process for two out of 20 books, well, I might de- decline that request because I'm, I don't want to just give away my book to someone who's not going to review it necessarily, right? So you can't ever require readers to re- review anything that you give them, but you can be confident when you see, okay, this person has been approved for, you know, 20 review copies on Story Origin. They've completed the process for 18 of them. I know that the review, reviewer profile has those reviews and it looks like they're in my genre. This looks like a great person to review my book. So I'm going to go ahead and approve that request. And then once you approve that request, that reader will be notified and they'll be able to go and download the full copy of your book. And then even on the backside. So that's just the ups, upfront sort of vetting process that Story Origin helps helps you with. But on the, on the back end also, Story Origin will automatically send um, reminder emails to reviewers that you have approved t- if they haven't completed the review copy process in two weeks. Or if your book is pre-publication. So, so you can do review copies for books that are pre-publication or post-publication. So even if you've already published a book, but you've only got, you know, let's say two or three reviews on it, and you you need to increase your conversion rate on your Amazon sales page or something like that, right? Because if if people come to your your product listing and they see, oh, there's only like two reviews, like looks like a great book, but I want to be able to trust that it's going to be a good book. They're looking for more reviews. Well, I'd highly recommend giving out a few review copies, even if it's post-publication, in getting more reviews on that listing. And so, yeah, you can manage that whole process with story origin. I love that. All right. So it's time for some rapid fire questions. Uh, so do you uh, integrate with mailer light? Yes. And eight do other email service providers. Yes. <laughs> How about active campaign? Yep. Send Fox. Yep. Do you integrate with MailChimp? Yes. Okay, just because they integrate <laughs> with MailChimp doesn't mean MailChimp is a good tool to use. <laughs> but you don't have to switch to a good email program to use Story Origin. Oh, MailChimp, you break my heart. I, I, I'm like a jilted lover with MailChimp because mm. I used to love them so much. And they, mm. they, they did me wrong. They did me so wrong. <laughs> I have episodes on that. You can listen to our episodes on MailChimp if you want to know why MailChimp is to be avoided. Uh, well, real quick before we go, because we're almost running out of time, but I know something near and dear to my heart is audiobooks. And I hear that you've added audiobook support for your platforms. How does that work? Yeah, so there's a couple of different things. So the first is just as you can create universal book links like we were talking about for your ebooks or uh, physical copies, you can also create universal audiobook links on Story Origin, right? So 
you know, you can set up your landing page that has your audiobook listed at Audible and all the uh, a bunch of different audiobook retailers. And the reason that it's separate from that universal book links feature is because you don't necessarily want to be driving your traffic to a page that lists both the book and the audiobook because readers can it, it, your your audience can set their preferred store for different things, right? So a reader might set their preferred store for their universal for for buying books to Amazon, but their preferred store for buying audiobooks might be Kobo or it might be Audible or something different, right? In Story Origins Universal Links, if they've already set their preferred store, it will take them directly to that retailer's page. So you actually increase your conversion rate. It just makes a, a one click on your Universal Book Link to make sure that that reader is getting uh, to your book's landing page in the store that they prefer. So Story Origin does that for audiobooks now. The other thing which is huge for a lot of authors is that Story Origin can help you distribute your audiobook promo codes. So when you produce an audiobook and you go through Audible, uh, let's say, you'll get a bunch of promo codes where listeners can redeem those codes on Audible and get your book for free. And so these codes are really valuable because you only get a certain number of them. And you want to make sure that the people who are redeeming those codes, those are meant to be used essentially for review copies for audiobooks. So you can give out those codes and Story Origin gives you all the same information that we talked about before, like being able to see the uh, reviewer's profile and the number of review copy processes that they've completed so that you know that when you're giving a code out to someone, you can be relatively confident whether or not they're actually going to leave a review for it. And so I mentioned ACX, but Story Origin also can help you distribute your audiobook promo codes through if you have Findaway, if you use Findaway Voices, or I mean, their their platform for listeners is called Authors Direct. So it's Findaway or Authors Direct codes. The other places are you can also distribute your Kobo audiobook promo codes, and you can also distribute your uh, audiobooks.com audiobook promo codes. So there are four different places that you might get codes for your audiobooks from. You can distribute any of those types through Story Origin. So this is one difference between Story Origin and BookFunnel, because uh, what BookFunnel does is it actually has an audiobook app for iPhone, I think for Android, and you can listen to the audiobook in the BookFunnel app, and you can give it out for free if you want. I, I don't know if they'll let you sell it. Um, but you're distributing it directly, and then they need the special BookFunnel app in order to listen to it. So the downside is they have to get the BookFunnel app. The plus side is you can give away an unlimited number of free copies. Assume you're not contractually obligated not to. So if you're exclusive to ACX, I don't think you can legally do it. Whereas with this, they aren't using a special app. They're listening in the app they already use. So they're listening in the Audible app or in the Kobo app, and they're getting essentially a free book from Audible and you, or from AuthorsDirect.com. And so it's a it's a more familiar listening experience, but you're more restricted in how many free copies of your book you can give away. Although I believe if you ask ACX for more codes, they will often give you more codes. So it's a, a pro tip. So the 25 they give you initially is not necessarily what you're limited to. Yes. And the other thing to mention about that as well is Audible will not let you review a book unless you have purchased the book through Audible or you have gotten a free code for it. So 
if you purchase a book or you get a free audiobook from an author through anywhere else other than Audible, you're not going to be able to leave a review for it. So if you're looking to boost your reviews for your audiobooks on audible.com, which a lot of authors are, the only way that you're going to be able to do that is by giving them ACX, your Audible promo codes, because uh, then that will give them the ability to actually leave a review there. And as somebody who has purchased over 1,000 books on Audible, I will say the reviews that I pay the most attention to are the Audible reviews because they, they often have, you know, how good is the narrator is a little bar, right? And sometimes I will not get a book because it's well-reviewed, but people hate the narrator. I'm like, good to know. Yes. <laughs> or I'll be like, ooh, the narrator is not popular with a lot of readers. Let me listen to a sample and it will help guide me. So as a book buyer, I put a lot of weight on Audible reviews, more so than Goodreads and more so than Amazon. My wife puts the most weight on Goodreads reviews and some people put the most weight on Amazon reviews. So different readers are different. You want reviews in all those places. But Audible reviews are probably the hardest to get because they have to have a verified purchase in Audible. Even if they got a free code, it's still a verified purchase. So you can't stuff it. <laughs> like with Amazon, somebody gets a free copy from a friend, they can leave a review on Amazon. They couldn't do that on Audible. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, like you were saying, those uh, reviews on audible.com are, are uh, important, not only because, you know, you want to know how good the narrator is and, and, and those things, but also just audiobooks tend to be more expensive. So, you know, it's a, a slightly more important purchasing decision for a lot of people. You know, am I going to use my one credit this month to get this book or another book? Or, you know, do I want to pay the price for this book, you know, might be 25, 26 bucks versus, you know, an ebook purchase might be $1, $2, $3, $4. I love that. Uh, we're almost out of time, but do you have any final tips or encouragement? Um, I would say this. I think a lot of people come to Story Origin and they see other authors with these giant mailing lists and they say, I, you know, I don't have this giant mailing list. I don't feel like I can get started here. And I will tell you that a lot of those authors were probably in your shoes not more than just a few weeks ago, right? So even if you've got zero people on your mailing list, go and apply to those those giveaway group promos which help you build your mailing list. Even if you've got zero people on your mailing list, do it. Because the people that organize those group promos were probably in your shoes not long ago and they know exactly what position you're in and they're usually more than willing to accept you into a group promo, even if you're just starting out. And the second thing that you can do is create your own group promo. It's really easy to do on Story Origin. It takes, you know, all you have to do is fill out a form, takes about five minutes. Your group promo will be listed in the upcoming group promos. And then you are the organizer. So, of course, you can accept your own books into the group promo, right? And then you can also find... you you have sort of more a central connection in that group promotion as the organizer. So you're creating a closer connection with the other participants in the group promo rather than if you're just one of many participants. As the organizer, creating uh, deeper relationships with other authors that are in your genre. And those people can be so helpful to you, especially when we're talking, like we were talking about before with, you know, maybe you've got a new, new release and you want to set up um, some promotion for it. Like those connections will be helpful to you in the future. So those are two things like don't be afraid to get started. And the second thing is like organizing group promos uh, is, is a good way to start to just build connections with a bunch of other authors. 
And feel free to organize at authormedia.social, especially in the comments underneath this episode. I know a lot of you write similar books, and you can find each other there, and you can organize your own promos. Uh, you're more than welcome to do that. And Evan, you really should if you haven't yet joined authormedia.social. It's our own special social network just for authors. And uh, I imagine a lot of people will have story origin questions there. So if you're willing to to be around to answer questions, I think people would love it. Awesome. I'd Yeah, I'd be happy to jump in. Uh, You can find Story Origin app at storyoriginapp.com. There's a free version that has some of the features, and then there's the standard, or which you really should call the pro version. It's $10 a month or $100 uh, a year. And you may be like, why do I have to pay? And I will tell you, work. (laughs) It's a lot of work to build a platform like this, and people who do work deserve to get paid. And Evan deserves to get paid for doing his work, <laughs> providing the service to you. So uh, just like you pro- deserve to get paid for writing your book. So it's okay to charge money and it's okay to earn money. And, and I don't think that's something to be ashamed of. And uh, again, the website is storyoriginapp.com. Evan Gao, thank you so much for joining us today on the Novel Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. After we stopped recording, Evan reminded me that Story Origin has an affiliate program, which is very cool. And uh, I am now signed up as an affiliate with his affiliate program. So if you sign up for Story Origin using one of my links in the show notes at authormedia.com slash 292, I'll get a little bit of credit for sending you there. It'll be a great way to help support the show without costing you any extra money. Uh, Our sponsor today is a free course by me on amazing author websites. I know many of you have gone through this course already on how to improve your website, how to make your website more interesting to readers, more valuable to readers, and ultimately help you sell more books and grow your email list faster. But if you haven't yet taken this course, you really owe it to yourself uh, to get the course because it costs nothing. And if you signed up for the course, this is your friendly reminder to finish it because it only does you value if you go through the course. And uh, thanks to all of you who've sent in feedback that this course helped you uh, build a website for those of you who've never built a website before or take your website to the next level. And you can get that free course at authormedia.com. Our featured patron today is Shauna Lettler, author of Remarkable Advent. With breathtaking imagery and captivating storytelling, Remarkable Advent will prepare your heart to celebrate God's greatest gift with 25 daily readings for your family. Rediscover the wonder of the first Christmas in this Advent devotional. And if you would like to become a patron of the Novel Marketing Podcast and hear your book featured on the air, you can do that at authormedia.com. Dot com And just do a search for Patreon or go to patreon.com and do a search for novel marketing at patreon.com. And we have a special patrons-only episode I just recorded. This month's patrons-only episode, we talked about Kindle Vela, we talked about book covers, we talked about starting new genres, and a whole lot more. So keep an eye out for that if you're a patron for that episode on the patrons-only feed. The Novel Marketing Podcast is a production of Author Media. This episode's audio was edited by William Umstadt. The blog post was by Shauna Lettler. And I am Thomas Umstadt Jr., your host. To find the blog version of this episode, visit authormedia.com. Thank you for listening, and live long and prosper.